0: Welcome to the Power of Prayer podcast. This program is a ministry of All Saints Church in Lakeland, Florida. Each conversation is unique because of the topics and participants who join the Reverend Kathy Hewlin in the discussion. It's our hope that by listening to these testimonies and discussions, your openness to hearing from God in prayer will grow and change the way you love Him, yourself and others. Well, today on our Power of Prayer podcast, I am joined by Vicki Chastang and Phil Mays, and I'm Reverend Kathy. And our topic today is related to simplicity, presence with God. So thinking about virtues and ways that we practice simplicity and presence with God through our prayer lives. So we want to, um, over the course of this conversation, we'll probably reflect on a few different scriptures that help do that for us but maybe also just talk about different types of prayer so that we are focused on just the variety of ways that people experience prayer so that we can hone in on what is most helpful and useful in this practice of simplicity and just being present to God because there's all manner of ways that we pray but if we want to focus on that what helps us do that well
1: okay yes
0: all right so I know um, from experiences that we've had that we talk about the word soaking prayer, but that might not be a terminology that many people are familiar with. And, and I actually learned about it through time spent with Christian Healing Ministries and through you, Vicki. So I would love for you to speak on soaking prayer for a moment, if that's okay. Sure. Um, the term
1: soaking prayer was actually coined by um, Francis McNutt as just a type of prayer where we are very, very quiet before the Lord. We could put on some uh, beautiful worship music, some instrumental music maybe, or some type of uh, music that really would um, just be calming and would be very peaceful. And we can just sit before the Lord quietly. Um, There's no reading involved. It's just listening and praying and Uh, communicating with the Lord and waiting to hear from Him. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's not going over your wish list with Him or any type of petition prayer or intercessory prayer. It's just soaking in the presence of God. Amen. It's also very helpful with people who have a chronic illness, like, say, arthritis or something, or even... Uh, a very, very serious, possibly terminal illness, to do this and to just bask in the presence of the Lord and his healing presence and his healing, his, his word. You know, you could even maybe put on a, 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 an audible um, version of the Bible mm-hmm. and just let the Word of God sort of wash over you. Mm-hmm. And if you think about soaking, you soak in a bathtub. So this is just soaking in the presence of God.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a great image that you just shared because mm-hmm. we. Well, I don't know. I haven't soaked in a bathtub in a while. I just have to. <laughs> to be Nor honest. have I. I have to be honest. <laughs> no time. But but I I love it when you have that idea that there are candles around that people know that they're if they're going to have that experience that they are there for a little while that you know Mm -hmm. there's something they want to gain from that experience exactly and so that if we're going to engage in a soaking prayer practice that there is something we're trying to gain but as you say it's not that we're trying to check off our to-do list or um, have this intercessory prayer list that we're trying to accomplish but we're really trying to quiet our thinking so that we're just open to I'm going to be with God for right now
1: it's a time for us to receive yes yes Mm -hmm.
0: um so from the very beginning of what you're sharing as far as what you might listen to uh, for some people i don't we all have different technology and ways that we get music but um it really is i think helpful for it to not have words per se right um so where are some places that you go what websites are any particular artist? I think you've mentioned some things to me in times past of a particular um, artist that provides music without words. Ruth Basel or Fazel—it's spelled
1: F-A-Z-A-L—has uh, several um, instrumental albums that are out there. You can access those through YouTube or through Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora. They're available on all of those and. Uh, She plays violin and piano and flute. Um, So the music is very calming and very soft. There are quite a few out there. A friend of mine used to use one in her uh, massage practice that was just a collection of hymns that was just totally instrumental. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's out there Mm -hmm. um, on, again, YouTube, YouTube any of those sites you can just you know put in instrumental worship music and any number of things will pop up Mm -hmm. Um, there are um, Lauren Daigle is one Um, there's some very nice quiet ones that Jen Johnson from Bethel Church has done and um, it's a matter of just sort of searching it out. Sure. And they'll be different from the old hymns and even the Episcopalian hymns that we're accustomed to singing in church. Mm-hmm. But that's not where we what this practice of prayer is about. Right. It's about being quiet before the Lord. I had a really fun experience. Um, Monday, I was at the Cancer Center. And the reception area was packed with people who were waiting and I was just looking around the room at all the people who were there to receive treatment or see a physician and down on the ground floor in the lobby there's a, a baby grand piano and there was a woman there who was just playing very very softly um, old hymns and mm-hmm. and old worship music one of the things she played was jesus loves me and sort of just a medley of all of this and it was so peaceful and it ministered tremendously to me mm-hmm. and just being able to sit there in that atmosphere and have that gracious peaceful quiet beautiful piano music and um You know, there were a lot of uh, more contemporary songs that she played. Mm -hmm. How Great is Our God was one. And, of course, she played uh, How Great Thou Art and Amazing Grace. You know, there was just a a whole repertoire of beautiful songs to bring peace. And mm-hmm. I thought, what a wonderful thing. I don't know how often she's there or, or why. I'm sure this is a ministry that she has. Mm-hmm. But um, that's just a good example of being able to soak in that type of quiet music and be in the presence of God.
0: Mm-hmm. And to find what really ministers to your heart. Because I, I remember years ago, I had a, a surgery where the doctor said, No, bring some music that is good for you uh, that they'll work with whatever music you've got going on but they want it to be for when you go to sleep and then when you wake up that you're hearing something that is comforting to your spirit so I thought that was beautiful and I know that can be different from person to person and what ministers to them Um, but it's significant to create that space so we know music can do that what are some other things that come to mind that help kind of create that space of helping you to simplify?
1: Well, I think I mentioned the audible version of the, of the Bible.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, I would choose something like from the old Testament. I mean, the new Testament, rather, um, the gospels, um, and some of Paul's letters, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, just listening to the word of God. And even if you fall asleep, it is ministering to your spirit. Mm -hmm. Our spirits are still awake. That subliminal learning thing (laughs) is legit. It's a reality. It's It's legitimate. And um, so even, you know, to go to sleep, listening to the word of God Mm -hmm. makes just a huge difference. Mm
0: -hmm. What about things that you see, what ministers to you, Phil, that is calming for you? Well,
2: the music is is one, but my preference is to... um, the solitude, quiet, mm-hmm. because um, once my morning gets started, it's chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're out in the world, everything's moving fast, there, there, there's, but the quiet and solitude I get at about 5 or 5.30 in the morning, and I do it between two things. One, to me, is is my favorite reading, if you will. I try to limit that. Because the whole idea is for uh, is to try to clear my mind and focus on Jesus, mm-hmm. and to try to bring Him closer and, and me, so that we are, in effect, communing. Yes. Um, but if I do anything, I, I think reading the Psalms have been one of the, one of the best things for me. Mm-hmm. But each person has to find their own. Yes. Uh, benchmark and only because i can identify with quite a few of them mm. in the trials and tribulations of life and the joy of knowing god and the presence of the lord but i think solitude is that because <clears throat> even in the bible jesus goes off to a quiet place Amen. and too often um I think we get lost in the fact that we're in such a techie age with so much. Um, even back in the early part of the 20th century, most homes didn't have a wide variety of books or access to them. They may have a public library, but today, if if you're an avid reader, you can, you can develop your own library, and, and so we have so many resources that we have to we have to un, we have to try to simplify our communication with God mm-hmm. because we're in a busy world anyway mm-hmm. and <clears throat> it's whatever will work for you but the main thing is to to I I think in my experience is to clear my mind mm-hmm. uh, and that for me, is requiring quiet, stillness, and and really cleaning out your mind, mm-hmm. clearing it of everything, if that's possible. It right. doesn't always work, but some days And I was you... going
0: to say, that's a challenge for a lot of people, because even from starting describing soaking prayer, so we might say, well, put on some music to calm you, and you might even fall asleep to it, and, and that's helpful. But so many times, our brain is racing with all these ideas, and uh, or just you know we have maybe it's something that you want to read and you have a list of oh here's five or six things i want to get to but again just how do we quiet that down Um, so you were mentioning solitude and maybe in trying to commune with with god there might be some word or words before you get to the psalms do you find that there's just some that you say jesus's name or is there anything that you kind of return to that helps you to quiet down or do you just start your day maybe first thing that you're already somewhat quiet?
2: No, I'm at that time of the morning. My house is quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so but but to me, it's envisioning the person of Jesus.
0: So trying to visualize. Just try way. to
2: visualize mm-hmm. it, and and then slowly working your mind so that I can talk to him freely and unhurriedly mm-hmm. as well as without too many distractions and other things of the world mm-hmm. because the whole point is to try to get on to try to enhance my spirituality that's selfish but try to become more spiritual in my day-to-day living mm-hmm. which is for me a challenge every single day yeah I cannot I even know it if I miss a day or 2
0: mm. Now, I'm curious, when you try to visualize, it's, it's, a few years back, I was in a centering prayer group, and during that group practice, 20 minutes of silence that was marked from the beginning of it by ringing of a bell, mm-hmm. and then, you know, a ringing of the bell t- at the end of that time period. And I learned from a previous prayer group that it was helpful for my posture to be in a particular way, to to really be back flat against the back of the chair, have both feet flat on the ground and just kind of balance myself so I don't I'm not in some kind of contorted position right so that my body's as relaxed that way Um, but to close my eyes was always helpful because there's just too many other distractions Um, but then with my eyes closed would try to from time to time not every time in the the gathering but I would try to see Jesus like that was a way as also like being attentive to my breath maybe slow count in and out of of how I was breathing to help slow that down. Be saying the name of Jesus on the on the take in and then exhale, say Christ or have mercy on me. Just have some kind of a short phrase that I would say. But so I'd kind of go back and forth with those short phrases of trying to be just present to Christ or try to see him. So those were some ways that I would be present. In that group, we didn't have any music um, other than that bell, but the bell does something. Mm-hmm. to to kind of set the the way that we hear Mm -hmm.
2: and I like what you said there about the 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 breathing is very important to me too Mm -hmm. and to to consciously think about my breathing to start off with because it takes my mind off a lot of things but it's just my breathing and then trying to, like I said, flush my mind of what's going on around me so that it's free to accept anything that the Lord might bring at that time.
1: Yes. For me, I say the name of Jesus over and over, focusing on the breathing Mm -hmm. Um, and just trying to relax as much as I can and being aware of posture, just as you said, because um, that's important. You know, if we are contorted, have our legs crossed or our arms folded, that is definitely a protective position. And if we can just sit with our feet flat on the floor, maybe our palms turned up in our lap.
0: Amen, I like that. Uh Mm Uh-huh.
1: And then you know, close your eyes and just breathe and use whatever phrase helps you relax. Um, that's very, very helpful. Mm-hmm. If I'm having trouble falling asleep at night, I'll do the same thing. Not sitting up, of course, but still I'll say the name of Jesus uh, repeatedly and usually we'll go off to sleep.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, in that thought about turning the palms up, because that's a, a gesture of receiving, yes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that I also find that there's something about my, my facial expression And uh, actually this morning, I had my laptop open. So this is after I had done my prayer time and had, you know, been up for a couple hours. And I was now trying to do some preparation for the day. Uh, I guess I was actually working on typing up the prayer list that we have here for every week. Just making sure I had gotten some names, whatever was shared with me. And then kind of revising what we would pray for the world and the nation. Well, Charles, my husband, comes over and just said, you look like you're concerned about something. I said, do I have a furrowed brow? (laughs) So, so, you know, I'm not aware of that. He certainly helped remind me. I was like, okay, okay, uh, I'll have a different, you know, expression on my face. But uh, all that to say, like I was thinking about uh, palms up and there's something about connecting that with receiving God's presence and what my face is also expressing. So a feeling of, of joy, of glow. I like the word glow, that seems to, to resonate with me. But I, I think that's significant too, um, just to, to be able to receive from God. I, I am in his presence. And what would my face want to, to do in response to that?
1: That's very interesting as a prayer minister and praying with people. Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, uh, we always pray with our eyes open. And the reason that we do that is to watch our prayer recipient. They don't have to have their eyes open. They, As a matter of fact, we encourage them to be in that receptive position mm-hmm. and to be relaxed and to be just in a place to receive. But sometimes they'll begin, their brow is furrowed, just as you say, and you begin to see them relax, and you actually can see the tone, the coloring their facial coloring begin to get brighter Mm. and um, you know that the Holy Spirit is ministering to them and the Lord is present with them. Sometimes they'll smile, um, sometimes they're tears, but all of that is very, very good. Mm -hmm. And um, so as prayer ministers, it's really important. One of the hardest things to learn to do, I know both of you would agree with me, Uh, is to pray with your eyes open but we practice it and practice it and practice it and it becomes Mm -hmm. it just becomes habit
0: Mm -hmm. now essentially since you mentioned tears i know some people are worried about having tears and what that might mean but i mean it can be so cleansing and so therapeutic and another way to be present to god so we want to encourage people have tears if they're there let them naturally flow Exactly.
1: And there's something cleansing about feeling the, um, the tears on their face. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things that, um, we also teach at Christian healing ministries to our prayer ministry candidates is that when they're praying for people, don't be quick to handle them, hand them a tissue, allow them to actually feel that the tears on their face, because it's very cleansing. And Mm -hmm. then you can, of course, give them a tissue, Mm -hmm. but, um, tears are wonderful and it's and men particularly are very uh apologetic about that women are too but men and i think it's because men are not expected to cry but it's a very natural thing for all of us to do they tears are a gift from god Mm -hmm.
0: they are i i was uh when i was in college and this was before i had made a profession of faith but i was Actively on Sunday mornings, there was a church on the edge of the college campus. I knew the musician, the organist that played there, and he was phenomenal at what he did. So um, that that was kind of how I chose to go there. But after attending, and I heard um, a sermon from the preacher, uh, I think it was around St. Valentine's Day, and there was something that just really captured my imagination and intention with that. And I found as I went to the service, I would always be crying at some point and at the time I did not know what that was about. Um, I now know after having made a profession of faith and realizing, you know, that was, that was the Holy Spirit speaking to me Correct. and helping me to, to work through thoughts and feelings and, um, just also letting me know God was there with me. Uh, so I definitely embrace tears and it's a sign of God's presence. Um, uh, when Charles's mom uh, was in the hospital, she was in the ICU unit for several months, and um, when, when she did pass away, there was a little tear that came down um, right at that time. And so that just, again, God was present. It was sad for all of us, but that was a sign of him being there and taking care of all of us during that time. So tear, tears are signify god being with us and helping us through those different challenges
1: sometimes for me um when i'm in a an intimate setting with the lord my gratitude just begins to over overcome me of all the wonderful things that god has done for me for my family for uh, allowing me to feel his presence for uh, just whatever it happens to be at that particular time, but I'll just have tears. And those for me are tears of gratitude. Like, mm-hmm. oh Lord, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for your goodness and your love and your tender mercies. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, that's one of the times that that
0: I will find myself crying. hmm And then, so these are all the benefits of soaking prayer. Right? So someone might ask at the very mm-hmm. beginning, okay, if I get myself to do this, what would I get from it?
1: (laughs) How you would grow tremendously in your relationship (laughs) with the Lord mm, and your intimacy with him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just that welling
0: up of Thanksgiving and spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. Keep going.
1: Joy and peace and, and mercy, uh, flows into your life and you can actually begin to uh for me anyway you begin to see god in your circumstances and Mm then just your day-to-day activities and be able to recognize where maybe god has put something someone in your life for a purpose and um so you can you just begin to recognize those things Mm
0: -hmm. all right so we've talked about um solitude or having music trying kind to of create that environment and and i know i've shared this in different settings before but um and i was thinking about it this morning that attaching whatever this time with god if for some people they can't just sit still that that doesn't work for them what else can they do and so i have found walking mm-hmm. you know so that just keeping that rhythm so my body's doing something but then it frees up my mind to be thoughtful and open to what is God telling me in this time. Um, So in my walk this morning, and it was early before sunrise, but I was thinking, I was praying through the Lord's Prayer and going slowly when I was just reflecting on thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So I said that very slowly as I was thinking through it. But you know, so I'm seeing here on earth. I'm seeing this tree. I'm, I'm seeing the houses around. You know, I'm aware of the tangible, real things in this world. But how am I seeing heaven in this world? So so trying to grasp that, and I know like the letter of the Hebrews that we're in right now for Sunday electionary cycle will also wrestle with that. Like what's the true reality? And We don't often really kind of wrestle with that because we're just so used to the tangible uh, physical element that's here. But I I find that that's another way as I'm trying to be present to God and and using this prayer to be open to what he wants to reveal. Like, here's another way of am I seeing heaven on earth because he's given me that prayer. How am I being open to that?
2: Well, prayer is the gateway. But what happens, in, in, in my humble opinion, is that it's easy for us to be pulled along with the world because it's easy. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no deep thinking to it. There are no uh, restrictions. It's just I'll go along, uh, as I say, go along to go along. But it, it 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 takes you away from really because prayer can lead. Prayer done in front of the Lord is also a humili- um a humble experience. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, we learn a lot about ourselves if we allow that to happen. Yes. But too many people don't want to deal with that reality. Uh, I fought it at first, but now it, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen real quick. Mm-hmm. But what it is is recognizing our humility and the presence, like you said, Vicky, of God and all the beauty and the grace that He gives us—that you wouldn't see normally, mm-hmm. because all you got to do is watch the news or turn on TV or something. There is nothing that mm-hmm. um, that gives us any vision. Mm-hmm.
0: There's of, nothing redemptive about it,
2: exactly. And <clears throat> but at the same time, if we look deeply in ourselves, we we can mortify our sins we can try to to achieve as much as possible god's love in this world by 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 doing things to his glory but it makes us look at ourselves deep down and that is not an easy thing mm-hmm. and and i understand when people tell me well, i just can't do that and, and you know well there's a lot of things we can't do unless we try and uh, because I I pray when I walk, but my best time is in solitude and total quiet. Mm-hmm. When I walk, it's more like recognizing God's creation and, and how beautiful it is and thanking him for the many blessings he's given me as I, I try to do every day. But in the solitude, I'm more apt to feel his presence closer. Mm-hmm. And, but it works. Whatever works for for you. Mm-hmm. I just think that we get distracted too much by outside influences, mm-hmm. and that's why the simplicity of it is, to me, all that important. I um, again, I I, uh, I picked up one of um, well, the Brother Lawrence's mm-hmm. book about uh, practicing in the pres- presence of God. And he emphasizes that simplicity. When you think about it, um, they didn't have a lot of books. He was in what the 16th century, so. something like that. Um, of course, being in a monastery, that's where the books were. But most people didn't have it. But what did you have? You had the ability to um, to pray, uh, sil- shall we say, silently, but mm-hmm. but with with uh, trying to tune out everything else. Mm-hmm which I find um, we miss that a lot. Mm -hmm. We miss that a lot.
0: All right, so today we have focused on giving some practices of things that we have shared um, about simplicity and praying and posture, environment, um, what we would benefit from that if we can practice it. And the three of us all have different ways that we seek that out, but we're all on a journey And so we encourage anybody listening to this to also be seeking that out. And if you have further questions about what that could look like for you, if you want counsel about that, um, feel free to kind of figure out how to message us through the church. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Call the church office and request. But we would love to talk with you further about that. Um, I think I would love, before we're done, is maybe just share, because you had mentioned earlier on, um, Phil, that there are some psalms that you read. Or if there's any particular scripture, you just, and Vicki had mentioned just maybe gospels or some uh, uh, epistle lessons that would just kind of wash over you. But if we wanted to give any specific scriptures that have been a blessing to us that someone might keep returning to. So, you know, I would start and I'd just say, use the Lord's Prayer in this way. I think that's one to keep mm-hmm. returning to. Um, but then also a psalm of gratitude for me is uh Psalm 103 that um, speaks about, bless the Lord, O my soul, that that just the opening of that is something that one could just keep saying over and over again to bring that countenance of, of receptivity of what God has already been doing in our lives and be open to what he is still doing in our lives.
1: For me, um, Psalm 91 is one of my favorite ones. And I pray, I pray that in the morning when I'm first waking up, um, I pray Psalm 91, and it's kind of like just a placing myself in the presence of God and acknowledging him and acknowledging his covering
2: mm-hmm. over me
1: and over my life, over my family, and his protection over us. So there's uh, that one. And then the trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding. Um, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path proverbs Mm -hmm. is wonderful and from isaiah um, they who wait upon the lord shall renew their strength they will Mm -hmm. mount up on wings as easels eagles Uh, eagles. thank you (laughs) they'll run and not grow weary they'll walk and not faint and it goes on and on but that's another one that uh, helps me a lot great
2: well i like psalm 8 because it recognizes the majesty of god Mm, and i say that one quite a bit uh, Psalm 91 is another good one, and Psalm 42, I have used quite a few times because it it um, it gives me <clears throat> it gives me the good and the bad. At least that's my interpretation, and um, it, it really speaks to when, it, for example, why my soul are you downcast? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God. It reaffirms it, uh, for lack of a better term, maybe a little pep talk. <laughs> because um, sometimes, uh, you know, it feels good to have a little pity party, but you, <laughs> but, but you, the, the, but like I said, it's a day to day challenge in some areas. But the Psalms, because they have the, they recognize the majesty and the glory of God. Uh, 42 is a good one. Um, was it was a 95, I think. But whatever. You can start I, reading one or two a day until you find your own list yes
1: uh, the twenty third psalm
2: twenty third psalm
1: also, mm-hmm. I like to dissect that one, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I even try to envision that you know he makes me lie down in green pastures. My home mm-hmm. is a green pasture, and mm-hmm. so for me, I can envision that and and um the my uh encounters with other people you know. Our church is a green pasture mm-hmm. and so I always try to envision that, that God has put us there and it's a peaceful place for us mm-hmm. and um, He prepares the table. His provision
0: is always there. Mm-hmm. And One other thing that um, I thought of is earlier this came to mind, but putting ourselves, so first thing in the morning oftentimes it means like you're in your house or you're somewhere on your property. But for some people, being near water um, can be, you know, mm-hmm. a, a place that's very meaningful and, and feeds the spirit. Um, so, just be thinking about your environment and and places that really minister to you, and uh, and then just be open to what God will do. Charles and I were on a trip earlier the year this year, and we were in the mountains in Georgia, where there's uh, was a waterfall. We hadn't been to this particular one before. It was summertime, there should have been people there, but it was a gift from God that uh, we got to uh, a deck area, was a viewing place for the waterfall, and no one was with us for 15 whole minutes. We just had it to ourselves. So it was a beautiful place to just be quiet, put my palms up, just listened to the water, um, received the good ions that come from that, (laughs) (laughs) and... You know, so find those treasure places that uh, God will really be able to minister to you and speak to you. Walking barefoot.
1: Mm. Remember, uh, was it last year or the year before we were in a Bible study or or a book study? And we talked, that was one of the things was to walk barefoot in the grass, Mm. you know, and and you can actually connect with the Lord Mm -hmm. through that. I to think I'm not a barefoot walker.
2: In the yard. <laughs> I tell you one thing: I uh, barefoot on the beach is is, is great. Mm-hmm. But um, one thing I used to do, but now they look at you a little funny, is um, is walking in the rain. Mm-hmm. And sometimes because I used to do a lot of running, and and when I was doing distance running, I went out no matter what. Now that was that was kind of a conflict because it really wasn't. When I was doing distance running, it was a lot of pain. But I never, I always enjoyed having the rain on me, mm-hmm. and and even though I was wet, you know, you you can always dry off. But there was something um, I don't say cleansing, but a, a, a fresh feeling about it, and very natural. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's that was a gift. Uh, but the barefoot thing, yeah and uh and and the other thing is um walking in a field of freshly cut grass mm-hmm. with the smell of the
0: mm-hmm.
2: grass and everything
0: mm-hmm. so god we give you thanks for all this beautiful creation and the multiple ways that you help us connect with you and uh, we just pray for each of us and our openness to how uh we want to receive from you but how you will continue to speak to us and open our eyes and our ears and our heart to receive from you thank you for your gift and your ministry to us this day amen
2: amen Amen.